0: Welcome to the very first episode of the Sisters Podcast. Um, My name is Lee Laird, and I'm here with my sister, Margie Schaefer. Uh, We live next door to each other in a suburb of Seattle, and we are here to share stories about sisters, about women of faith. Um, We're here to share stories about our faith. And the purpose of this podcast is just to... Encourage you in your in your walk of life, in your journey of life, um, even if you don't particularly have a faith. But we are here to share with you some things that we've learned along the way, and hopefully you will find encouragement from this podcast. So thanks for joining us. We're excited that you're here, and um, we look forward to sharing more with you in the days and months to come.
1: So yes, thank you, Lee, for that welcome and for your willingness to do this podcast with me as you know you've been sisters with me your whole life yes and so this just comes naturally now we've (laughs) we've laughingly talked about doing a podcast for a couple of years and um we feel like we're definitely not experts in any way, but we just want to share Jesus out of the natural overflow of our lives. and um, you know we do live right next door to each other, which means the uh, cousins have had the opportunity to grow up together and one of the ways that we facilitated that was we put our whole a hole in our fence and uh, you know so they went back and forth through the backyards and now, they're all grown up and just the dogs go back and forth. <laughs> but um, but that simple thing, putting a hole in the fence, has what is what has facilitated mm-hmm. relationship. And, you know, that struck me as you were giving your introduction. I wonder how many of us out there have a hole in our fence to welcome others in. How many of us have an open fence policy or an open door policy, just to cultivate relationships with those who need it. I know you and I've been walking each day all summer as much as we can. And we had the opportunity to pray with a neighbor lady recently. And I was so struck as that was just so natural. We're just walking with her and she expressed a huge need in her own life and was very vulnerable with that need. And all we knew to do was just pray with her. Mm-hmm. And that's what we did. And, you know, that is it in a nutshell of what we want to offer women and anyone who listens to this podcast. Our audience is truly geared towards women, but I think and hope some men will listen to and will encourage their wives and their significant others towards deeper relationship, um, You and I are a part of a Bible study, and um, it will be launching again October 2nd, and we'll give you some info on that in a minute. But the whole thrust of this Bible study this fall, um, it's entitled Life Upon Life, and the meat of it is investing in others for the sake of eternity and calling forth their goal. And so, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, what season you are in life you don't need a seminary degree. You don't need a college degree. You don't need a degree to just be a friend to Mm -hmm. someone Mm -hmm. and to point them to Jesus. And um, so I had some things that were kind of encouraging me personally that I wanted to share. Um, Did you want to add anything to anything I've said so far or... No, really <laughs> sounds good. Go, go I it. know we're just being led by the spirit today. <laughs> but I'm in the midst of this book called The Cry for Spiritual Mothers and Fathers. The subtitle is The Next Generation Needs You to Be a Spiritual Mentor. And the author is Larry Kreider. And there's just some really wonderful, meaty, practical things in this book. And in the beginning, he gives four specific examples. And I just wanted to share these with you because it kind of lays the foundation of what we'll be addressing over time in this podcast. And it's right out of chapter one, and he entitles it Calling All Believers. And the key is everyone is called to be a spiritual mother or father. And that is so true. There's always somebody younger than you in the faith there's always someone that you can come alongside and encourage so he gave these four examples of of people that are just their heart cry is for a spiritual mother or a spiritual mentor and he talked about one young man approached him and said I'm on staff here but I'm leaving next month and the author asked him why and he looked deeply into my eyes and said Larry if just one person in leadership in this church, sat down with me for an hour once a month for a cup of coffee and asked me how I was doing, I would stay. Oh, mm-hmm. it, that's all it would take for him. It's just somebody coming alongside him once a month, something as simple as a coffee date. He was looking for a spiritual father, someone to spend time with him. Here's another example that the author gives. He was traveling with a well-known evangelist in New Zealand, and this man in a tired almost wistful voice said you know what i really need i need a father and larry Kreider goes on to say here was a powerfully anointed leader highly successful as an evangelist whose greatest need was for someone who cared deeply enough to interact with him wow isn't that just amazing here's another example Um, He and his wife were visited by a new Christian who was depressed and discouraged. And this particular woman said to them both, I know the Lord has changed my life, but there's so much I don't understand. I'm not sure if I'll make it. I just can't decipher half of what I hear in church. And then she admitted the true cry of her heart. I really need someone to help me understand the things I'm taught. I need someone to help me grow up spiritually. Wow. Powerful, powerful Mm -hmm. cry. Mm -hmm. And then just finally, this fourth example, an elderly pastor I once knew was ready to retire and hand over the baton to the younger leadership, but he had not trained anyone to take his place. He nearly wept as he admit, admitted that he had somehow missed the mark when it came to training and nurturing his spiritual sons. They did not honor him or look to him as a father. Mm. And the author goes on, he says, I hear stories like these again and again, and I'm sure as you've been listening to these four examples, you're probably thinking of something similar in your own experience, but he says, as I travel throughout the world, training leaders, And potential leaders, week after week, I see a consistent and desperate need for believers who are willing to serve as spiritual fathers and mothers. Whether the Christians are new to the faith, have been practicing for many years, or are even pastors, the need is still the same. Deep down inside, there's a longing to be mothered or fathered or mentored. God has created us with a need to feel connected in Relationships, and that's really what this podcast is all about: is just connecting women to relationships, and just to share out of our own experience, and you know, just all about that hole in the fence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good analogy. <laughs> that nurtured relationships with the cousins. I mean, to this day, they would all say that they are best friends. They yeah. grew up like siblings, mm-hmm. really. Mm-hmm. Um, you and I have had the painful experience of uh, very tragically and unexpectedly losing our mother, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know the good news is is that we know where she is, and that brings such comfort to us. Our mom was the youngest of eight children, and she had three other sisters, mm-hmm. and. Our mom, Linda, really valued the relationship with her sisters. Mm -hmm. In fact, her oldest sister, who lived to be uh, well into her 90s, really became more like a mother to her Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. she had lost her mother when she was in her early 30s. Yeah,
0: 33, I think, was when she lost her mom.
1: And so her older sister really meant a lot to her and really mentored her and encouraged her over the years and then her other two sisters she would say that she was very close to but we watched our mom all of our lives really cultivate those relationships with her sister why don't you tell a little bit of some of the things you watched her do over the years
0: Well, I think, you know, she was the sister who... The rest of them all stayed fairly close to where they grew up. They were born and raised in Georgia, and and, um, they stayed down in the South. Um, One sister landed in Texas and is still there. Um, But our mom, you know, she followed faithfully followed our dad to Texas and then to Washington State and then to Montana. (laughs) So because she moved so far away from her family roots... She was constantly compelled to um, call them on a regular basis. She made an annual trip down to Georgia to see her extended family. Um, and she really made an effort, I think, to 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 bridge the gap between across the generations. You know, it wasn't just her sisters who whose lives she wanted to be connected to and involved with, but she was very connected to her nieces and nephews. and, and and their children and mm-hmm. and their children's children you know so um so she family was probably one of the most important things to her i would say next to her walk with the lord mm-hmm. her relationship with family and particularly her extended family was so so very important to her and we saw that in the wake of her very sudden and unexpected passing we saw all you know we saw the fruit of that over the years of her life um because Everyone in our family was so impacted by her sudden death. and And mm-hmm. granted, it was sudden. It was very unexpected. So that, you know, that's that's always a hard thing. but um but, you know, it was such a testimony, I think, to the years mm-hmm. of investing in mm-hmm. those relationships that she that she spent doing that throughout mm-hmm. her life because it was so very important to her. So, um, you know, I like the analogy of the hole in the gate, uh, because basically what that what that says is you create an openness. You know, mm-hmm. you you create an opening, a welcoming sign that that, you know, you're open to relationships and you're open to people coming to you and um, and just and just reaching out. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes that can be hard in the society that we live in. Um, you know, people people get hurt. They get offended. They get closed off. But, um, you know, I've experienced that in my own life. But I'm realizing more and more, especially as my mom passed and I saw the fruit of her life, how very important it is to keep short accounts Mm -hmm. and and to just always be be open and to be, you know, just to be reaching out to others. Because, like you said, when we were on our walk the other day, we passed one of our neighbor friends Mm -hmm. and just stopped and prayed with her. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so talk about your hole in the fence.
1: (laughs) And and that minister to that neighbor. So profoundly, I think, because there's nothing like prayer, right? And we can all offer that, no matter what our background is or what's going on in our lives. We can all stop to pray. And um, going back to our mom, you know, she could tell you each niece and great niece and nephew's birth date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. she just was one of those incredible people when it comes to building and cultivating relationship. In fact, um, about two or three days after she died, one of her nieces received her final birthday card from mom. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. mom had probably uh, mailed that. Uh, She died on a Sunday. She probably put it in the mail that Saturday. And this niece across the miles in Georgia got some of her last written words, Mm -hmm, which mm -hmm. is such a precious, Mm -hmm. precious thing. And how profound is that? Yeah, that her her, the last thing she received from mom was a card of encouragement, remembering her birthday. And it's those little things that just mean so much. Um, Steve and I, Steve, husband Steve, uh, the first 10 years of our marriage belonged to this uh, Southern Baptist Church in Bellevue, Washington, and became great friends with the pastor. And we've been gone now. 22 years from that church, and the pastor has moved on to Idaho. But do you know, for every single birthday, he sends Steve and I a card, a separate wow. card. Wow. wow. Just encouraging us. And that's over the years. We have known this man for 32 years. And every birthday card, he encourages us, finish strong. And mm-hmm. he adds a Bible mm-hmm. verse and just shares something that he remembers about us. I mean, how amazing yeah. is yeah. that? That is
0: amazing. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: And so that's what we want this podcast to be all about. We've chatted about it all summer on our walks and (laughs) made some plans. We uh, sometimes it'll be serious. Sometimes it'll be lighthearted. And uh, we want to feature other female guests who are out in the world building relationships and making a difference. We have a lot of uh, friends and people that we know in mind that we want to feature But for this first time, we just wanted to um, lay the foundation as to what you can expect. And I think as we draw things to a close here for this first time, I would encourage everyone listening to just take these words to heart. They're very simple in nature, but maybe start praying about, is there someone in your current circle of influence that you could reach out to today? And maybe by reaching out, that's just a prayer, just a prayer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or maybe it's an email or a text or a phone call or a note in the mail. I know that that may sound really old school, but I love getting (laughs) handwritten notes in the mail. And I mean, who doesn't, you know, in this age of technology where we just send a quick text. Um, My dear friend's birthday is today. She moved to Oklahoma boy how many years ago over 20 almost yeah over 20 years and today's her birthday and I sent her a card and hopefully it will arrive today but I also (laughs) posted on her Facebook page and sent her some funny text you know just trying to let her know Mm -hmm. she's on my heart and mind Mm -hmm. today and I'm thinking about her and I celebrate her life.
0: Well I think that wraps it up for our Inaugural issue of our podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we hope that you'll come back and and uh, join us again, and again just uh, just to be encouraged and and uh, to share life with us. So thank you, and we will see you next time. Bye.